do we have this idea that Yahweh can, like wisdom comes from God, and so he can work through Jethro to give wisdom to Moses? <laughs> oh, I'm not even going there. I'm just saying, don't, like, <laughs> non-Christians have brains too. Like, yeah, a, lot of, no. a lot of times we get so wrapped up. Like, so this is, this is my take. I'm not Calvinist, which is why it's my take. But, like, <laughs> my take is, like, we get so wrapped up around coming up with a theological explanation for everything that a lot of times mm. we forget real life where you run into people who have good ideas who aren't Christians. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, wait, yeah, that's how reality works. Yeah. I ran and, into a phrase a while back. It was, uh, all truth is God's truth. Yes. Justin yeah, Martyr. That's good. And so, and so if, it's, uh, if, if someone has created something or if someone has, like, discovered something that is true, it's there in a, in a world that God has created. Yeah, it's a reflection mm-hmm. of the truth in God's creation. Yeah. Yeah. And so like the, the world's best scientists who find actual scientific truth about things, they, they, uh, they participate just as potently, if not more so in acts of worship, yeah. if mm. not in seeking God. Yeah. Then, mm. then people who like them, the people who worn, uh, worn, uh, uh, church pews every single week mm. who just sort of like lukewarm their way through life. But I mean, like you, I, I think this is like the third week in a row I'm bringing up Neil deGrasse Tyson. Like, unfortunately, you're about to trigger my science and religion rant. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but my, my rant is ba- my trap card. <laughs> exactly. The rant is basically this, right? Like what you just said. Like mm. we have gotten our panties in a twist for so long about like no, 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 no. There's a god, which means science has to be wrong because it comes up with answers. I'm like, no, no, no. You're thinking about this completely backwards. Why is science capable of coming up with answers? Right. Like that is the question. Mm. Science is indisputably good at coming up with answers that is just like look outside it's true deal with it it's like why it's like well because people are are like there is actual order mm. in the world why yeah. is there actual order well because the god of order as the new testament says put it like he's the one who designed everything yeah 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 it's like this is this is one of those things where like Christians are basically the only people who have an explanation for why science works. Yeah. Mm. It's like we should, I, it gets, just makes me so frustrated every time I'm in church and the pastor or a deacon or whoever is just like, and, and we don't understand how quasars work and that's because God is great. I'm like, no, no, no. The fact that it exists and we understand any part of it is because God is great. Uh, yeah. Mm, yeah. 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 YouTube has figured out that like, um, you know, like how they have shorts. It's basically like the non TikTok version of TikTok. Yeah. I guess we're wearing shorts. Um, <laughs> weird, um, but like YouTube has figured out that I really like the the YouTube shorts about like big heady sciencey things, <laughs> and like and it's like thirty seconds of let me just blow your mind with this idea about black holes, and it's like and like Neil deGrasse Tyson, this dude from like this dude from like uh, Wales who has a really cool accent, he talks about stuff. And and then they and they'll 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 talk about things that are just like mind blowing. Like the only one who actually understands how that works and why it works that way, is God. You know, and like mm. and like and and it, it, at some point in time, we're going to get to the point where we're looking at black holes, and we finally get to the point where like we don't have the ability to do math to understand how to divide by zero here, because at some point in time, we have to divide <laughs> by zero looking at a black hole. But- Maybe you can't divide by zero. Yeah. I mean, I, I did Get once in school guy. and can't like divide by zero. Yeah. <laughs> and then my science teacher became like a lemon. So you got to be careful. Hmm. Speaking of lemons, careful lemons. Speaking of very careful lemons. Yeah. Moses' uh, father-in-law Jethro. Yes, Moses. Moses, very careful lemon of a, of a father-in-law. Um, instituted a situation so that Moses wouldn't burn out within like three weeks of doing yeah. this job. And then we say goodbye to Jethro. Yep. 
he goes home yeah departs and went away to the his end. own country yeah. <laughs> so ran- random fact that i'm just going to mention and then we'll ignore and move on <laughs> and we'll jethro ignore. when he's giving this advice to delegate he says hey moses this is what you should do and you should do it and god demands you do it i'm out <laughs> peace which <laughs> What he's talking about gets into a very irritating, like, El and Elohim in the Bible thing. Like, uh-huh. it, th- this, this just makes me, like, twirl up, tr- curl up into a ball because our Bibles just say, like, God for a whole bunch of stuff. Yes. It's like, but that, that they're using different words that explain, like, some of these are talking about who we think of as God. Like, yeah, and some of them are not. And you're like, Whoa! And some of them, the most irritating ones, like the ones he's using here, may or may not be. Oh, it's just kind of De- up in the air? Like- yeah. Like, it's used of God sometimes. It's used of all the gods together collectively. Huh. It's used of spiritual like, ball. Yeah, exactly. Uh, like uh, spiritual uh, uh, beings. It's used of like ball occasionally. <laughs> like it's just, you know. <laughs> What's the word? Elohim. Elohim. It's, yeah, oh, it's just like, because oh, oh. it's technically plural. It could be like the yeah. queen, we are not amused. It's like a plural of glory where like mm. somebody who's important can be a plural all by themselves because they're so important. <laughs> or it can be plural because it means more than one thing. Yeah. And there's no real distinction. Like you, Huh. Interesting, Jethro, why you do that? <laughs> yeah. So, so you're saying that pronouns have always been confusing. I'm saying that pronouns. <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying there's ambiguity in language a lot. Yeah. Similar I mean, to Mount Sinai. There's I'll, ambiguity in where Mount Sinai is. I was going to say, we, we really tore our hair out about the ambiguity of the pronouns. He and the, him, circ- yeah. The, the circumcision episode. But yes, then there's like, where's Mount Sinai? We don't know. That's not the important part of where it is. It, the, the important part is that it, it did a thing, and it was like, mm. it was dramatic, and God said things to Moses, and Moses kind of said the things that God said, but not really. And then, <laughs> yes. And then they got to a point in time where Moses said, but, but what? Yes. I thought, I, I had thought that you had said. <laughs> Chapter 19 is also a great example of like what we talked about in Genesis 1, where it's like, basically what's going on, very easy. Yeah. So let's start with that. Okay. Yeah, what's the, what's the summary? If like, it's so basic. remember how I kept, kept ranting about how one of the main jobs of a prophet is to like intercede with God, to talk to God on the people's behalf and talk to the people on God's behalf? Yeah. A lot of that comes from stuff like this. So yeah. <laughs> chapter 19, <laughs> God says to Moses, hey, come up here, I got something to say to you. So yeah. God goes up the mountain, or Moses goes up the mountain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. God says to Moses, hey, I have an offer for you and the Israelites. What if we have a covenant going right here? Moses walks down the mountain and talks to the Israelites and say, hey, okay, so God said, what if we have a covenant right here? The Israelites say, yeah, that seems like a good idea. Moses goes back up the mountain and says to God, the Israelites are on board with this thing. And you're just like, Moses just shuttle diplomacying this thing, which is <laughs> going back and forth between the two of them. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> Which is going to end up being important for the rest of the book, where Moses is God's guy. Yes. And it's, th- mm. there's some very interesting situations where Moses is like, hey, you're my guy. Get out of there before I kill all of the Israelites. And Moses is like, I'm going to stand here right in the middle of the Israelites while you calm down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which, like, is basically his job as intercessor, right? Like, he's representing god to the people and the people to god and he's being that link which yes we're not going to talk about any of the other people who might be relevant here because (laughs) they're very very 
<laughs> because I will hit someone with the stand in front of me. There are very, very harsh rules I have about not mentioning potential tie-ins like this that we have not gotten to yet in the Bible. <laughs> but you may be thinking, you may be thinking of somebody who might be related to this. And if you are, you might understand why the entire book of Matthew is set up to tie that link together. <laughs> might. You said you, you might be. You, you might, might be. I, I, I would not be so crass as to say any of this. I am just wanting people, if they are thinking it themselves, to know that it's okay. You can, you can, you can think that if you, you want. You well, can think that if you want. <laughs> and when we get to the New Testament, we might address it. In the meantime, we're on Exodus chapter 19, and I think Damien's having a heart attack due to laughter. (laughs) Guys, don't make the comparison, okay? (laughs) And he's like, all right, well, if you look at the book. (laughs) Okay. All right. Uh. So. So God says, like, yeah, go go consecrate the people because I'm going to come down and I'm going to talk so they can hear me, okay? But, mm. like, it's going to be pretty intense. The mountain itself is going to become holy. If they touch it, they're going to die. So set up a limit so that they can't go touch the rocks. Does that remind us of anything where there was, mountain, there was part of Mount Sinai that was holy and people couldn't come close to it? Before this? Before this. Is that is that uh, oh. uh the bush? Is that the bush yeah, the last about? time yeah. he was on Sinai. Yeah, yeah. I was about to say like, oh, holy ground, don't come any closer. Yeah, the fire spot. Or yeah, the, the ground's holy. And remember the whole thing where he's like, maybe this is the symbol of Moses succeeding, or maybe it's not. We, we talked about how it's hard to tell, but whatever. One way or another, it's like when you're done bringing him out of Egypt, come back here and worship, just like you just worshipped on this mountain. Like, oh, mm. it's, huh? <laughs> uh, uh. <laughs> Yeah, it's like wait, it's just Bible is sometimes obnoxious yeah. in terms of like, yes, I get it. God will do what He said. That's the whole point of the book. You've just been punching me in the face with it over and over and over. And the Bible's like, I don't want to do. I just one last thing. It's not related. I'm just mentioning that 15 chapters ago I said you'd come back to the mountain, and now you are. Mm. You're yeah. Here? All right. So, it's oh, go ahead, go ahead. Uh, I was just gonna say, like, it's so interesting, right? We said it, so it's like holy, and it says, "Tell the people of Israel, don't, don't touch it, because they're gonna die." Um, is it in verses 12, 12 and thirteen? Um, it's talking about like the so if they touch it, they shall be put to death. No hand shall touch him, but he shall be stoned or shot. Whether beast or man, he shall not live. Um, is that so? So God, in in, in a different kind of way like god's not putting them to death when they touch the mountain is that what that means or is it they're commanded anyone that touches that you you put them to death he's commissioning people to be his uh enforcers of that i mean i would agree with that it seems it seems reasonable given that what's going to happen to them is they will be shot with arrows or stoned yeah yeah that's so interesting (laughs) yeah so uh moses goes down he repeats it because yeah, it's worth saying once, it's worth saying twice. <laughs> but Exodus, the motto of Exodus. <laughs> and so he goes down there, and then uh, he slips in um, a little extra, little, little extra um, instruction that God didn't have in there, or at least we we don't have recorded that God said in there. But he said, uh, "Consecrate yourself and um, uh, don't be, don't go near a woman." Which is like, oh, okay. I remember God saying that, but you know, okay. 
All right. I mean, again, this goes back to either you interpret it as he's adding something or you interpret it as it's assumed that's part of consecrate yourself. And that, I mean, I, I know this is like my thing, but really it goes back to what you think the Bible is going to say before you get to it, right? Right. So. Hmm. Yeah, and the, 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 the culture back then had a thing to do, with, like Isaac and I were talking about this earlier, with, a, with a ceremonial cleanliness. And ceremonial cleanliness had a thing which was like, you you got to be clean of a certain uh, certain set of things. Yep. You, you can't you can't have on you. You can't have near you. And um, including, as my version says, sexual relations. Yeah. There we go. And so uh, and I'm so excited. We're gonna get to Leviticus sometime. <laughs> so yeah. So my, my translation just says don't go near a woman. But like, and I I think it, uh, yeah. So they said uh, be ceremonial clean, whatever that was. And for them. Like for for us, we're like, what in the world does that entire entire thing mean? This wasn't written for us. This was written for people back then who actually understood the culture. Breach. It was written for people who like they understood exactly what that meant, and so they would not have been like shocked by that. Like, oh yeah, oh yeah, because this is a special day of ceremony coming up, so uh, everybody's going to abstain because this is what we do in our culture, kind of thing. Like yeah. in the West, we're like, what? Like <laughs> in our culture, if you're going to a Fourth of July party. It's kind of, or like a party with other people, it's kind of expected you bathed that day. Yes. Mm. And it's not that somebody has to, well, unless you're a kid or something, like it's not that somebody has to inform you of this or like check at the door. <laughs> Just like everyone knows this is how you prepare for this kind of event, right? Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So uh, culturally, culturally, we all, we all understand that when you are going to go be around people, uh, that there is certain preparations like you should probably brush teeth, you should probably put on deodorant. Uh, that these are things we explain at camp for middle schoolers when they're like, <laughs> you, you, know, you like. I've been there. He does. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, and uh, and you you know exactly when you have to do it because you like you pass through the group one time, <laughs> and you're like, all right. So girls go upstairs for a girls' dorm uh, uh, explanation of hygiene. Boys go upstairs, and you start passing out the deodorant to specific people. And you say, hey, if we, if we give you deodorant, it's not personal. We're trying to help you not make people die in their noses. So. Die in their noses. Yeah. The, no, the nose death. Yeah. The, 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 the little death the that brings death. about complete annihilation. <laughs> yeah. So this, so this stuff culturally that we understand because it's how we, it's how we do things. It's, like, it's why they understood like in like the, the old, old church, they would do incense before they started church because like in the Middle Ages, people stank like bad. And you were like making the church smell nice because you were welcoming a guest into the room, and so that, and so people understood. That's why we, and so we don't understand that now because we're like, wow, incense, cool. We have indoor plumbing, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. and indoor, <laughs> yeah, right. So all the things that we like, we like, we we would otherwise. Which is, just real quick.